Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast of your favorite team in the Bay Area. On today's episode, we react to the start of training camp, the ongoing situation in Prague, and a teeny tiny little bit of a 2023 draft uh, look. So all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, J.D. Young, contributor at Fear the Fin and San Jose Hockey Now. I want to thank you, of course, for making Lockdown Sharks your first listen. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. Of course, you can subscribe on YouTube as we are back to being your team every day. Five episodes this week. We'll be doing five episodes a week between now through the draft, through free agency, mid-July, five episodes a day. So make sure you guys subscribe wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube as well. So... We had first day of training camp today. The Sharks opened up training camp. We got to see a little bit into the peaking of, of how where David Quinn is kind of stacking this roster and these forwards and who he's starting to partner with. And we're going to get into all that and kind of some way, way overreact to how the lines are looking right now. But first, I want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you guys by Bet Online. Bet Online is because you cover the season where props, odds, and lines are before. Bet Online where the game starts. All right, so we had our first day of training camp, that very back-to-school feeling, everyone kind of getting back to school and kind of re, you know, figuring out what it's like under a new coaching staff. We got new GM, new building to practice in, a lot of new new uniforms. So what can we take away from today? Well, let's first kind of start with how the groups are being divvied up some of the very, very early line combinations and defensive pairings and some kind of things that we learn from today. So group a, I'll just go through and read them really quickly um, from the forwards, um, Andrew Agazino, Alexander Barabanov, who apparently his hair is looking immaculate these days. I haven't seen a photo yet, but I need to, yes. Um, Ethan Cardwell, William Eklund, Jonah Gadovich, Liam Gilmartin, Tomas Hurdle, Max McHugh, Timo Meyer, CJ Seuss, uh, Evan or Evgeny Svechnikov, and Jasper Weatherby are the forwards there. Uh, Scott Harrington, Santeri Hatataka, uh, Patrick Holloway, Eric Carlson, Samuel Mayer, and Marcus Nudavara, the defensemen, and Benjamin Gaudreau, James Reimer as the goaltenders. Group B consists of Thomas Bordalo, Logan Couture, Dylan Hamiluk. Uh, Kevin LeBanc, Oscar Lindblom, Adam Raska, Tristan Robbins, Mitchell Russell, uh, Max Ranu, Jeffrey Veal, and Ozzy Weisblatt. The defenseman, Nick Chichek, Mario Ferraro, Artemi Kanaizev, uh, Montana Anyabuchi, Derek uh, Polite, uh, Polite, Mark Edward Vlasic, and the goaltenders are Mason Bopit, Capo Kakinen, and Itu Makanemi. And then the group C. 
Nick Benito, Brandon Coe, Noah Greger, Daniel Gushin, Luke Johnson, Luke Kunin, uh, Mark uh, Lewiski, Stephen Lorenz, Matt Nieto, Scott Reedy, and Nico Sturm, with the defenseman being Matt Benny, Jake Furlong, Artem Gurev, Jacob Magna, Ryan Merkley, Redeem Shimmick, and then the goaltenders are Aaron Dill, Zachary Emond, and Strauss Mann. So if you notice, it's very much a mixture of established NHL players with some guys who are kind of on the fringe and some guys who are probably going to be Barracuda going back to their junior teams there on each team. And I do that to kind of mix it up and not give away too, too much. But if you look at how we'll go into kind of some of the lines that we saw and some of the pairings, which were very interesting. And, you know, David Quinn has already come out and said, please don't read too much into this, but that's what we're going to do. It's the first say, right? You have to overreact because it's the first say, and we're going to, you know, seeing how what he's kind of thinking and what he wants to kind of try out and see what works and what doesn't work. So, um, of course, with the first pair, you had the Meyer Hurdle Barabanov. We've basically all summer said if it's not broke, don't fix it type of situation. But Eric Carlson was part with Marcus uh, Nudavar, which is very interesting because of their, you know, I talked with Shang about Nudavar's skill set yesterday of being that puck moving defenseman. And we've seen Carlson play with kind of more defensive, defensive response uh, players. You know, last year was Jacob Middleton. We saw him with Brandon Dillon. We, you know, we've seen him with these kind of defensive, defensive partners. But it's just interesting to see what. David Quinn is thinking of kind of from the gate, you know, from the jump and kind of seeing maybe this might work for a little bit, or if not, we can try some other stuff. But I just thought it was a very interesting decision to have kind of load up and, and give uh, Marcus Nudovar that, that first shot to try to be that, be a, the top, you know, the left-handed defenseman. So with, with Carlson, pretty interesting there. Um, Eklund was paired with, with Agazino and Smetchikov, Uh, both as a guys, you know, well, I guess all three of those guys are going to be really fighting for a roster spot um, and or could be starting with the with the Barracuda. So it'll be interesting to see if Eklund gets moved around as training camp continues to roll on and as preseason goes on and if he's going to get opportunities to try to play with the Couture's or the hurdles or whomever type of, of situation. So, um, and then you had a, a line of Limblom Couture LeBanc in the group B section, which was, we've kind of talked about that too. Um, usually having Eklund Couture and then one of these uh, forwards, but it seems like they're going to give LeBanc every chance um, to try to win that second line uh forward spot especially after what was a really bad year david quinn's made it very clear that everybody's coming with a, a clean slate they're gonna let these guys really kind of you know nothing anything that happened under the previous regime that's water under the bridge and you know uh we'll get to redeem shimmick in a little bit who talked about how he you know kind of feels like a fresh start here but you know with with that group b you know, that's probably a fair chance at having your second line uh, right there. And then with the defensemen, Vlasic and Ferraro are paired together, which is interesting since they're both 
uh, left-handed shots. Vlasic has played on the right side, you know, a fair amount last year, just because the Sharks didn't really have too much on the right side. So again, back to that clean slate of letting Vlasic get a, a fair shot at this potential, you know, being a top four defenseman on the right side. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's it. And then on the third line, we saw a for group C, a Gregor Benino Kunin, which I wouldn't hate. You kind of have a little bit of everything there, you know. Um, and then the Nieto Sturm Lorenz as your fourth line with Shimmick and Benning paired together. That's kind of what he's picturing the bottom of, of the roster looking like for going in, at least to the first preseason games and stuff like that. Um, and with Shimmick, you know, he, he talked about today where he's in, you know, new situation with a, I mean, yes, the same team, but, you know, we have new coaching staff, new front office. We're kind of going to turn the page on what happened last year. Shimmick was very vocal about it in his, you know, local papers about, how the how he felt like he was disrespected or what was lied to and wasn't really kind of told what was going to happen. So looks like he's getting a, a fair opportunity here to try to win one of these uh, bottom six positions and try to make the the sharks going out of out of training camp. So before we continue and we look at some of the quotes coming out of out of today's training camp, we're gonna you know what Mike Greer said and I got some stuff about David Quinn. Do need to take a quick break. Talk to you guys about our friends over at Bet Online. You guys know Bet Online, your number one source for football betting info this season. Spoiler: I have the Steelers Browns game going on right now over on the side that you can't see. But with Bet Online, you can find all the latest player developments, team matchup news, podcasts, in-depth articles, and analysis on every game that you would want. And as always. Bet online remains your continuous source for all your sports rage information with live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there. They're the fastest and easiest way to check in all your favorite games and events, including MLB. You have playoffs right around the corner, MMA, boxing, golf, hockey, basketball. They have you covered. So head to their bet online or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. All right, so there's been a little bit of, of news starting to kind of trickle out about the Sharks' upcoming trip to Prague. And there was, there's been news about the Czech foreign minister sending a letter to the NHL. Um, and at this moment, they're not going to give uh, visas to Russian players to enter their territory. And, you know, of course, we all know about what's going on with with you know, Russia and Ukraine and everything that's going on with that. And, you know, that is the Czech Republic. That is their response. That is their right. If that's how they feel. Um, but Mike Greer came out today in response and said, either we all go or no one goes. And I think this is really, you know, about, you know, some of the, the Russian born players for these sharks, Alexander Barabanov, you know, Evgeny Svechkov, you know, are, are, uh, or Timmy Knizov, like, I mean, Knizov probably not going to be on the Sharks, but still. And, you know, I thought that was very, I thought that was a good choice by Mike Greer. It's like, these these kids that are playing hockey, they have nothing to do with what's going on over there. And, you know, I 
1000% don't believe what Russia is doing is right, but it's unfair to punish the, these poor kids who, you know, like Barabanov, he just wants to go play hockey, right? Like he's not out there doing stuff and promoting what's going on in Russia and stuff like that. Like, you know, it's, again, it's, it's the Czech Republic's right as their country, it's their rules. They can make their laws and, you know, and stuff like that. But it just seems kind of unfair to these poor kids that are, and or adults or, or people that are just trying to do their job. Right. And we'll see how this goes. I have a feeling something will get worked out. Um, Bill Daly, of course, the uh, NHL deputy commissioner said he has no concern. He thinks this is all going to get worked out, you know, which is kind of crazy. It's literally like two weeks away, um, but he doesn't anticipate any issues coming from it. So we'll keep an eye on it. Just, what might happen with it, but just an interesting topic, uh, especially it's going on, you know, getting into the hockey part of it. If Bear Banov's not going, then, you know, that's kind of a big piece of the Sharks that, you know, their, their top line winger, that's not going to be there um, type of, of situation. So that probably opens the door a little bit more for maybe a, an Eklund or a Bordalo or somebody else like that going. But again, we're playing, we're looking to 50 steps ahead on this. So, Interesting situation. We'll keep an eye on it as we get closer to uh, the start of the season for the Sharks. But uh, some other interesting tidbits coming out, some little nuggets coming out. Um, David Quinn, when he talked about the power play, I think it's going to, he talked about how he's a load up that first line guy. So you can kind of have two approaches where you kind of load up your first line, especially for a team like the Sharks who are a little bit, um, Talent poor, we'll go with. Uh, we'll, we'll go with talent poor. Um, he's a load up the top line, the power play line, and let them kind of cook thing. And then, so maybe like if a two-minute power play, they might get 60 70% of the time, and then you have your other guys kind of come in. But assuming your top power play is probably going to be Eric Carlson at the point, uh, Timo, Hurdle, Couture, and then maybe a Limblom and Eklund. We'll kind of see how who maybe wins that fifth spot. But I, you know, the, those guys are going to get the, like the lion's share of the power play minutes, and they should. That's those are your best players. And then they're probably going to try to cobble together a second power play unit of, you know, maybe like a Nick Benino, <laughs> Mario Ferrara, or Nudavara. If Nudovar is out there, I think he could be your your potential trigger man on, on the second power play. Um, if Ryan Merkley doesn't make the team, we'll kind of see, we'll, you know, keep an eye on how Merkley does. But then kind of piecing together a, a second power play unit that's not going to kill you, probably not going to do much, but at least they're not going not gonna to kill you defensively and, and give up uh, dumb stuff. So interesting to see how that works. Um you know, I think kind of the big takeaways from today was uh, hearing Couture talk and hearing Hurdle talk of, you know, a lot of film sessions and learning kind of the new system and implementing the new system. And, and so it's going to be a little bit of that. It's going to be important for with preseason games coming up to try to see how this these pieces work together and how this system is implemented and, you know, where, where the Sharks are going to be a different team from last year and how quickly can they 
master this new system and get it in place and see who picks it up really quickly. And, you know, if these young guys, if you're Eklund's and your Bortolos and such, if they can pick up the new system quickly, that's going to help them kind of have a better chance of winning a job coming out of training camp. And you're hoping that, you know, maybe having those rookie tournaments and, you know, being, being in the building a little bit longer where the system has been already kind of started, the, the foundations have already been placed in there for, the, for these rookies and stuff where maybe it gives them a little bit of a boost where they're not kind of coming in and having to learn everything brand new at the same time right now as so. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we'll keep track of what's going on with training camp. Um, you know, so we have another day, we have two more days of training camp before Sunday. Um, their first day, first actual scrimmage where they're, they're going to play the, uh, I believe it's the ducks at home on Sunday. So not sure how, what the watch system is going to be for that. If it's going to be radio only, or if they're going to have a streaming, I'm hoping they're having the streaming. It's 2022 people. We, we should be able to watch preseason games um, some way or form, but yeah. So uh, before we continue and look at a little peek of the 2023 draft class, uh, let's take a quick break. Let you guys know, of course, about Locked On NHL. Thank you guys, of course, for making Locked On Sharks your first listen. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. And of course, on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube right now, just go ahead and click that little subscribe button right now. You'll you'll be happy you did, especially as uh, the season gets going and we're going to be doing live shows on the weekends. But we are done listening to Locked On Sharks. Go check out the Locked On NHL show. You get a nice big picture of what's going on in the NHL. Get you guys ready for the upcoming season. They have Western Conference Wednesdays. Thursdays are going to be doing power rankings throughout the season. and kind of talking about the movements of the teams. So make sure you guys go check out Locked On NHL wherever you get podcasts. And, of course, subscribe on YouTube as well. All right. So we're going to take a little... Just a tiny little peek at the 2023 draft class. And then you're like, JD, the season hasn't already hasn't started yet. Like, why are we talking about the 2023 draft class? Who cares? We're excited about the Sharks. You know, the Sharks haven't even played a game yet. Why are we like, talking about the top of uh, the draft? But I've been pretty adamant about saying I think the Sharks are going to be probably pretty bad. That's why you have to keep your eyes on the prize. And look ahead at what I was just on the Lockdown Canadians podcast, and they talked to me about following a bad team and why, what you can kind of do to make it fun. So go make sure you guys haven't go check out the Lockdown Canadians podcast from from Wednesday or from Thursday, sorry. And I, I talked about being, you know, following a bad team. And you guys, if you've been listening for a while, you guys know what it's like to follow a bad team, and and. Looking ahead, and this is the season, if you want to be bad, this is the season to be really bad. So um, Bob McKenzie put out his kind of top 16 list. And if you're new or haven't really followed the draft very much, Bob McKenzie is like the guy. He's had the first pick right every year for the past like 10 plus season you know, drafts. Where he comes out and says, okay, this guy's going to be the first overall pick. And guess what? That guy's the first overall pick. And, you know, go back to last year where everyone was like, hey, Shane Wright's going to be the first overall pick. And then right before the draft, he says it's going to be Slavkovsky. And what happens? The Canadians pick Slavkovsky. So 
he releases kind of his top 10 guys looking, or I guess his top 16 guys, sorry, with some honorable mentions. So just some names, just so that we can start getting them familiar. So, you know, it's the middle of December and the Sharks have lost four out of five and things aren't going well. Just some names to keep in mind as you, we, you know, we start to look ahead and try to find more friends for William Eklund. So the first guy on his list, um, if you've been under a, in case you've been under a rock for the past like two years, one Connor Bedard, um, a franchise, franchise altering player, a like potential Connor McDavid type of guy, like insane, insane player. Um, yes, he's, he's, he's going to be the first pick overall. Like if it's something insane, we have to go for him not to be the first pick. Uh, number two, uh, Mitchkov, the Russian player from St. Petersburg. He is injured right now. So it is something to kind of keep an eye on, but he right now uh, has him number two, Adam Fantilli, the center from Michigan. Um, he is a big six foot one, beautiful skater, uh, quick hands, big center. Like he's going to, yes, Adam Fantilli. Uh, then you have Braden Yeager, a center from Moose Jaw in the WHL. The WHL has got some talent this year. Uh, Leo Carlson, uh, forward in the SHL on uh, Uruboro. Had a pretty solid season last year, and I think he's already off to a good start in the SHL this year from what I remember seeing. Um, Cal Ritchie, another center in from Oshawa in the OHL. Um, Zach Benson from the Winnipeg uh, Ice in the WHL. Uh, left winger, a little bit smaller guy, but creativity, imagination. You could, yes, excellent hands. You can kind of see uh, the Sharks maybe being interested in, like, even though he's a little bit smaller, to that creativity, right? Um, Cam Allen, defenseman um, from Gulf in the OHL, if that sounds familiar. Um, that's where one Ryan Merkley played for a little bit. So, and he's a, he's a good two way defenseman. Like, he's not just going to be all offense. So, um, number nine, they have uh, Dalibor Dvorsky, a center. Um, so, he is, you know, played a little bit last year, but like, you're going to see him, you know, continue to grow. Um, Charlie Strammel, a center at Wisconsin, uh, part of the USNDTP route. And then number 11, Nate Danielson, another center in the WHL for uh, Brandon. Uh, then number 12, Ethan uh, Gauthier. I think I'm assuming it's Gauthier. That's how you say He plays in the queue. Um, skill, his little write-up skills, brains, intensity. So you be interesting to see especially with those q guys where their numbers are a little bit more inflated but um he should be able to put up a ton of points as well 13 edward sale left winger from the czech republic 14 otto stenberg a uh, frolunda swedish team uh player another right winger 15 uh, colby barlow with the owen sound in the ohl and then 16 casper uh haltonen um in uh liga and then a couple other guys just to kind of keep an eye on. Uh, Mikhail Gulyev um, in the MHL. That's the Russian League. Uh, Will Smith uh, is going to be playing in the U.S. Uh, under-18 team. Uh, Maxim Strabak and Matthew Wood. So just a couple guys to keep on. I know it's very, very early to be talking about the 2023 draft, but 
will be, you know, Bob McKenzie, when he puts out a list, we're doing an article. We're going to be doing talking about Bob McKenzie's latest list. So and Dakota is excited about the 2023 draft um, already. So if you didn't hear her, she was a little, a uh, little growly, a little jumpy there. So um, if I'm, if I'm petting her right now or else she will literally start barking really loudly. So um, that's going to be it for today's episode. We will be back next week with preseason takeover preseason game number one takeaways and look at how the sharks lined up who got opportunities who maybe sat out the night and who kind of made the best of their opportunities so make sure you guys are uh, keeping us uh, subscribed wherever you get podcasts and of course on youtube and as well twitter facebook instagram you can find us on there very active on these socials usually will more than happily respond to you usually. And um, yeah, so make sure you guys are following along there, especially as the games get going here. Gonna, you know, we, of course we're going to be trying to splice more and put more clips out. So that way you guys can kind of, you know, retweet those and watch them a thousand times as William Eklund does spinnies. And then of course, uh, listen, wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Odyssey, all those places. If you're on Apple, please leave a nice five star with a little review. Um, I'll read some reviews if I get some new ones here soon. So make sure you guys do that. Um, subscribe on YouTube as well. Again, uh, new episode Monday through Friday. And then on YouTube, we'll be doing some live shows, especially on the weekends for some quick reactions. Just to kind of to talk talk about stuff, especially if a game's on Friday night. You don't want to wait till Monday to hear my reaction. So that's why we'll be doing some, some more live stuff this year on YouTube. And yeah, that'll do it. Remember, Lockdown Sharks, your team every day. And that'll do it. Bye, friends.